Right. Um, date of time. And today is December eighteenth. Opening doors within. Eileen Caddy writes. <clears throat> Cease straining after anything and simply allow things to unfold. Do not allow worry to bind you and blind you, but learn to cast all your burdens upon me so that you're free to do my will and walk in my ways. I cannot use you when you are tied up with yourself and cannot see the wood for the trees, so relax and let go. Be still and dwell in the wonders of life. Let your mind be stayed on me. Open your eyes and see me in everything and give eternal thanks. When you can see me in everything, your heart is so full you cannot fail to give thanks. It simply bubbles up in you and blows out. You cannot hide a heart full of love and gratitude, for it is a reflected for it is reflected for all to see. When you are in a state of joy and thanksgiving, you attract others to you. Everyone enjoys being with a soul who overflows with love, for love attracts love. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> really nice. Oh, I feel a love. Oh, no, yeah. It's your heart full of love. <laughs> I love you, Sam. I love you. <laughs> Teasel, I love you. Come here. <laughs> oh, that's great, isn't it? It does make you smile. Yes. I love her. You get so much to be grateful for. Um, you know, it's just brilliant. And I, you know, from what we were just saying, I... I could be so bitter and twisted, couldn't I? That my children aren't with me on their birthday the first time ever, but I'm really enjoying that they're happy and enjoying themselves and mm. that they've got a lovely house to come back to and a great relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And they're always good in the world. They're healthy. Yeah. You know, and they're, um, they've got their mum back. Yeah. It's all right to miss them, isn't it? You know, but it's like the, you know, the, that's what happens they grow up and yeah. you want them to be able to get on with their lives you know if they're hanging around all the time sort of nipping at your ankles in their 20s you know it's just like fuck's sake that's not good you've got to you've got to be able to let them go it's like if you love somebody set them free <laughs> as Sting says <laughs> I think it was Sting <laughs> it's so AA this bit isn't it you know well, it is, yeah. just basically <clears throat> turn over your troubles to God mm-hmm. I was in the kitchen last night doing the dishes talking to Gail and uh, I was having a moan about Christmas you know I was like fucking Romans <laughs> I use up to pagan festival of Yule and she's like what and I was like I'm a pagan she's like oh I don't know what pagans what do pagans worship and I was like nature it's like that, you know, winter solstice festival of Yule. And all of a sudden the Romans turn up and go, oh yeah, Jesus got born four days after that, you know, yeah. I'm like that, oh, fucking coincidence. And then it's like Easter, yeah, pagan festival of rebirth, you know what I mean? And the, you know, end of winter. Oh yeah, that's when Jesus was uh, rose from the grave and everything. I was like, oh, bloody. At least I didn't say Christians, I said Romans, you know. <laughs> and she pipes up and goes, I think I'm the only Christian in the fellowship, you know, and I'm like, oh. Girl. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't offended you, have I? Oh, no, no. But she, as a Christian, sits in these meetings and people are just going on about God, this and that, I don't like God, that. And, yeah. Funny. But, you know, what I like is it's the God of anyone's understanding, isn't it? 
Exactly. It's just a word. Yeah. Just a word. That happens to be the same. If you add an O, it's good. You know, and I've always thought, you know, good, God, devil, evil. Yeah. You know, it's just a personification of an emotion. Something like that, anyway. Anyway, wrap on on. Crack on. 24 hours a day. See this book, 24 hours a day. Why didn't he call it a day at a time? (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be probably in more wider use if he had. Well, it was very well used. (coughs) It still is, isn't it? Yeah. Me and George went to that lunchtime meeting on a Friday at Burford and they were using it. I felt it said, excuse me, that's not approved. Because a office in New York was was too busy to publish. Uh, you know, he tried, didn't he? I they, mean, just, they just said, "Oh, we're too busy." That's a moment. shame because it should. It's as good as the big book, isn't it? Right. It really works well. The big book. December eighteen, a thought for the day. Unless we have the key of faith to unlock the meaning of life, we are lost. We do not choose faith because because it is one way for us, but because it is the only way. Many have failed and will fail, for we cannot live victoriously without faith. We are at sea without a rudder or an anchor, drifting in the sea of life. Wayfarers without a home. Our souls are restless until they find rest in God. Without faith, our lives are a meaningless succession of unrelated happenings, without rhyme or reason. Have I come to rest in faith? Pardon me. Meditation for the day. This vast universe around us, including this wonderful earth in which we live, was once perhaps only a thought in the mind of God. The nearer the astronomers and the physicists get to the ultimate composition of all things, the nearer the universe approaches a mathematical formula, which is thought. The universe may be the thought of the great thinker. We must try to think God's thoughts after him. We must try to get guidance from the divine mind as to what his intention is for the world and what part we can have in carrying out that intention. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may not worry over the limitations of my human mind. I pray that I may live as though my mind were a reflection of the divine mind. Wowzers. Getting a bit astronomical here, just like me the other night. <laughs> Four moons round Jupiter. It's just like, um, the first bit's good though, isn't it? Our souls are restless and to find rest in God. Without faith, our lives are a meaningless succession of unrelated happenings. I think that, you know, that meaningless succession is... It's the thing, isn't it? You know, the does faith alone give your life meaning? I don't know, does it? I suppose it does. You know, if you your faith, if you have a faith in a higher power guiding you, then you know it's it's thy will be done, your yeah. will be done, like. And you see, you you just see each new day unfolding, and and you don't actually know now. I don't feel that I'm in control of my life. I actually can take a seat back, and actually 
just watch it unfold for the right reasons. Now. Ah, and it unfolds in a series of connected events. Yeah. I like the fact that I don't actually know what's around the corner and I don't worry about it anymore. I used to worry so much about everything. But your, 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 your life has unfolded to the point today where you're you're doing a share, you're doing, you've, you've been asked and accepted to do the main share at the church where you got married on your children's birthday. Yeah. Right, which is a, which is a coincidence. Yeah. Right, a, a meaningful coincidence. It's not, that's too much <laughs> to be meaningless, you know. So for me, that's synchronicity or God's will. And if, when things like that are happening, it's evidence that you're on the right path. You know, and uh, so there'll be somebody there at that meeting tonight who's meant to be there to hear what you've got to say and whose life will be changed as a result. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I won't be nervous at all. Well, I mean, you've just got to go there with that thought, the thought well, in mind of, you know, the who's, who's new in the meeting, who's new in the room. Well, there is going to be You some. know, fuck the old timers, you know. I mean, they, they, I mean, they'll just sit there and judge you, you know, but I mean, it's... The, there the there new... is going to be a newcomer, uh, you know, one that's uh, his first meeting tonight. Well, spear and strength and hope. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an honour and a privilege to be put in that position, you know, and... I'm sure it'd be amazing, but um, you know that's that's meaningful, you know, to be able to say something that changes somebody's life. I mean, that's amazing. Well, I do I do count, you know, my top shares that I've heard something that's changed my. Certain shares you hear, something that is said that stays in your head, and that is life changing. It's not, it's not life changing to the to the extent that you decide you're gay or you know you're going to live in another country. You know, it's just you become a slightly different person. But for when somebody's early in in AA and you say something that strengthens the recovery, you know, and it's the difference between them recovering or drinking. You know, that's massive. It's so profound. You know, the difference in someone's life and, you know, if they get recovery or they don't, you know. It's it's basically life or death. You know, your life, their life's in your hands almost. Like you say, no fucking pressure. I, you know, I remember that first convention in Brighton, you know, with... Never Pav- to be forgotten. Pav- yeah. What was his name? Pavlov? Pavlos. I've lost, uh, you know, to have the whole room I know. in tears. I know. The whole room. Uh, you know, there was how many people there? I, I well up when I think about that. I know. Thousands. That really, oh. I know. That really got me it that. Was, it was, um. And that, that actually, I was there witnessing how this programme had completely saved someone's life. Yeah. And I, I just felt it. I really felt it then, and I it, that gave me hope. To to put my faith in the program, because he's like he's, his his share, was about how he destroyed his life. You know, I mean, his he had a good upbringing and everything like that. You know, he got to be a, national basketball player, and then drinking drugs destroyed him. You know, and uh, he was a prostitute in prison, blah blah blah. And, 
you know, he was hopeless, hopeless, hopeless. And his dad managed to get this guy to help him. And then like, rehabs, rehab, rehabs. And then it was like, we're, we're, you know, geographical to the UK in AA. And he got sober in AA, you know. And now he's got kids and he was with his mum and she died and all that, you know. And it was just pure raw emotion. But well, when you, when you see a great big, what was he, six foot, whatever? basketball player, six foot uh, six or something. Uh, Great hulk of a man just sat there just uh, tears of gratitude. But the, the thing is it was like, you know, no war stories. It was it, 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 I mean that's what they do in A now. It's like don't talk about what you did, you know. It's like it's all about the solution, you know, but sometimes it's good to hear yeah. how bad it was, you know. And and it's that much more kind of um, compelling and emotional to hear the recovery, you know, and the overwhelming gratitude, you know, and it's the best shares at um, let's conventions. Get let's go to Brighton and see if we can get him. Morning. Yeah. Go to Cheltenham. Good idea. Yeah. Morning. Oh, oh. Uh-huh. Your <laughs> oh, we've got a visitor. <laughs> oh, that's a nice jumper. Very festive. <laughs> oh, I thought you were children. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was pretty. Right. Am I disturbing? We're just doing a recovery podcast. Or pod? <laughs> pod. Pod. <laughs> Hello. Right, I'll leave you. Uh, don't worry, we're finished. Bye. Bye. <laughs>